Hello, my name is Shuba Melissa Abbott, and today I am talking about the fifth emanation of the 21 Taras, Red Hum Sounding Tara. And I want to welcome you to my podcast, Melissa Abbott, Yoga and Meditation. And I am on Patreon. If you wanted to support my podcast, you can go on Patreon. And I have a couple of different levels that you could support me so that I can have uh, better recording equipment and be able to do this work and, and get more research in. And just a $10 a month payment, I'll add you to my 21 Tara Zoom study group. So... Thank you very much. So the fifth Tara in Tibetan, her name is Wangdu Rigje Lamo. And she is a powerful figure. She has a Sanskrit name, and that is uh, Kurukule. And that translates to she who precisely understands everything. While her Tibetan names, Rigjima and Rigjilama, literally mean divine lady or divine woman, the power of Wangdu, the word Wangdu, represents an ability to attract everything beneficial and use it to serve all sentient beings. And the name, the Sanskrit name, Kurukula, was purportedly a Hindu tribal divinity. So it may have very early shamanistic roots. And it's connected with magnetizing and control. And later she was integrated into the Vrajayana Buddhist tradition as one of the Taras. So there is a very interesting fairy tale magical story about the origins of Kurukula. And I'll just tell you a quick version of it. Um, And so there was a queen consort who who was disheartened due to the indifference of her husband, the king. And so to capture his devotion, she sent her maid to search for an answer or something to help her with this. And her maid happened upon a dark red-featured woman in a local marketplace who sold a magical potion and or a medicine or some kind of sustenance. And she sold it to the queen's aid and instructed the queen to administer the potion to the king to draw his affections through magical means. And when the queen consort received the potion from her maid, she deemed that it was maybe a little not such a great idea. It might be improper, it might be damaging, and she might have been right. But whatever, she decided that she was just going to get rid of it. And she disposed of it by throwing it into a nearby lake. And there was a Naga dragon who lived in the lake and he devoured the potion and was under a spell and he fell in love with the queen. Well, this magical potion certainly did its work because both the queen and the Naga dragon of the lake fell furiously into love and they consummated an affair that resulted in a child. And eventually the king discovered this and chose to speak to the queen and possibly reprimand her. So the queen decided to completely come clean. She told the king everything that had occurred. And the king was uh, very interested in this story. He was interested in who this woman was who could make such a potion. And so the king found and invited the spellcaster woman from the marketplace, who was in reality Kurukula, into his castle. And upon meeting her, he decided she was knowledgeable and he requested teachings from her. And through these teachings of her rituals and her endowments and her 
you know, all the things that she taught him, he got some exceptional abilities and what they call cities, magical powers from her teachings. And later he wrote about what he learned. And that is one of the origin stories of Kurukula. So it's so interesting that it had a potent and magical beginning. But when it got to Tibetan Buddhism, uh, the 21 towers, Taras are all about the upliftment of humanity and, you know, uplifting sentient beings. So it has less of a magical uh, thing happening in Tibetan Buddhism. But at the same time, um, when Tibetan Buddhism adopted re uh, red hum sounding Tara, um, she is often referred to as the Tara of magnetizing. And because of this power to summon and bring together any and all resources to benefit those around her. Furthermore, she is a figure of protection, offering individuals the strength and courage to take control of their lives and create a better future for themselves. So in Tibetan Buddhism, Red Hum Sounding Tara is a powerful ally for anyone who needs guidance in setting boundaries and taking control of their lives. She provides strength and courage to make decisions that are right for the individual and that honor their values and beliefs. She encourages creativity and supports finding innovative solutions to difficult challenges. She also brings about clarity and understanding, helping individuals to make wiser choices while exerting a positive influence on all of those other people around them. So Red Hum Tara is not to use your magnetizing ability for deceit or that kind of thing. It is really for a positive influence. And Red Hum Sounding Tara helps to empower individuals to take charge of their lives and create, you know, just a, a better life for themselves. So what we know as Red Hum Sounding Tara is an ancient practice of Tibetan Buddhism that dates back to the 11th century, probably much, much older. And it involves chant, the chanting of the syllables hum and tutare tare in a deep reverberating voice. The process is said to bring about inner peace and harmony, helping align the energy centers of the body and to free the mind from attachment and suffering. The mantra is often used for healing, protection, and transformation, as well as for connecting with the knowledge and power of the divine feminine. The vibratory quality of red hum sounding Tara is said to create a powerful resonance throughout the body, helping to make connection with ancient wisdom. Wisdom is code word for enlightenment or ancient teachings and promote a sense of inner peace and well-being. So it aligns the inner meridians and the nadis of the practitioner. And the practice has been used over the last 10 centuries by monks and nuns in Rajayana Tibetan Buddhism in their monasteries and it comes to us from them. And they have kind of an offshoot of teachings called uh, Zochen teachings. They are non-dual meditation instructions and teachings. And in those teachings, the mantra syllables Hung and Tutara Tara are instructions of the practices of two of their main practices, Trecho and Togo. And through these practices, they free all yearnings and pass, uh, passions in, into what is called the Rigpa state. And that's the innate state of self-awareness. It's a non-dual state. And we could say that Rigpa is represented 
by the mantras to Tata Tata and Hum. Or alternately, uh, alternatively, that to Tata and Hum manifest as Rigpa. To practice meditation from this perspective is the perfect exercise for Wangdu Rigje Lammo. Red sound, uh, red hum sounding Tara. And the great sages used to say, once you understand the nature of mind and discover Rigpa, then you have attained the four activities of a Buddha, which includes the activity of conquering or magnetizing. So when I first heard about this, I wanted to know what are the four activities of a Buddha? And upon research, I discovered that they are pacifying, enriching, magnetizing, and subjugating. And these activities are known to promote a sense of balanced well-being for the practitioner, and they calm obstacles, increase positive qualities, um, and good for when you are engaging with others and eliminating inner and outer disturbances. So you could say that red hum sounding Tara strengthens your magnetizing abilities. And we de develop a thing called bodhicitta, and that's a type of motivation. Uh, and we develop this bodhicitta motivation with joy and closeness. And what bodhicitta is, is when you kind of draw into yourself the non-dual awareness of enlightenment. So you get, it's a, like a little taste that you bring in and you, you taste it, you bring it close to you. And then with pure, non-conceptual understanding of phenomena, we see a Rigje Lamo in the center of a lotus and moon disc. And she's a little bit different from some of the other towers, Taras. She is bright red in color, and the color symbolizes the activity of overpowering or magnetizing. And this is also a type of protection and just as the other of the 21 Taras, she does hold a beautiful blue lotus Utpala flower. And in the center of the lotus flower, we visualize, we can visualize a many colored or a rainbow bow and arrow. And the rainbow bow and arrow represent the power of Rigji Lamo to over, overcome all difficulties and she can pinpoint those difficulties with her arrow and she can overcome whatever needs to be overcome on the path to enlightenment. And she's also known to hold a red vase that has an elixir of magnetizing and protecting elixir. And she is surrounded by rays of red light. And so the red hum sounding Tara Sadhana practice is a spiritual practice that involves in invoking the presence of Tara and visualizing her creating compassionate boundaries of wisdom and awareness. And this practice helps to protect one from the negative conclusions that can arise from past experiences. So in other words, because of our past experiences and our patterns within, we can jump to conclusions. They could be, we can jump that something is negative. And that those are, that can include feelings of worthlessness or believing there is no hope. And through this practice, individuals will be able to stay in the present moment, allowing themselves to integrate their experiences in a more grounded and conscious way. In doing so, they will be able to identify and dismantle the stories of self-defeat that can arise in times of difficulty and distress. And by focusing on the present moment, 
and engaging in this practice, individuals, that's you and me, can cultivate trust in themselves, in their own ability to create positive change and have faith in themselves. So the red hum sounding Tara Sadhana practice blends the power of mantras with the sacred sound of the syllables hum and Tara, which are chanted in a deep reverberating voice. And this practice is said to unlock the inner wisdom and connect with the divine feminine, bringing about self-healing, protection, and transformation. Pretty powerful stuff. It's also known to bring about harmony and balance within oneself and within the environment, allowing for a sense of inner peace and well-being. And it opens the heart and helps us to recognize our own truth. So in my lifetime, in the Hindu tradition that I have studied, I have studied a variation of this hum sound. And in the lineage of, in, of my guru, Guru Maichid Vilasananda, there is a great Siddha. Siddha is a name for an enlightened being. And he lived in the earlier, the first half of the 20th century. He left his body in 1961. His name was Bhagwan Nichananda, and he lived in Ganeshpuri, India, and he was fully realized, but he barely spoke. Instead, he hummed, and his answers to things were often a deep-throated hum. And so my guru, Guru Majid Vilasananda, explained it this way. You can hum your mantra, and it's a way of integrating the vibration of it on all levels, spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And once, over 20 years ago, I was with a group of people in what was called the Shakti Mandap, and that is a beautiful marble-floored open pavilion at Guru Mai's ashram in upstate New York. And I was present when she gave a similar teaching about internalizing your mantra. And she said that you can even silently say your mantra inside your mouth, just using your tongue, and the mantra starts to vibrate on your palate. So this would be another variation of this humming mantra. And she even has uh, recently talked about humming her mantra as a way to be saying her mantra and maybe in places and times where it wasn't appropriate. And people would ask her what she was humming and she would tell them, I'm humming my mantra. And so over the years, since the years I heard about this, I have used the silent mantra technique using my tongue and found that it was built an incredible energy Um, It was very powerful. The internalness of it sets up a deep resonance. And it really does help you align and balance and access awareness states of consciousness. So this is a powerful meditation technique that I have learned about. Um, And also, I practice Hatha Yoga. And as a Hatha Yoga teacher, there is a technique called Ujjayi Breath where you breathe deeply into the throat like Darth Vader is in there. And it's it not only physically oxygenates your body, but it takes you deeply into the present moment of awareness. And this too, you might call it another variation of a humming sound that I have learned over the years. But not till I studied red hum sounding Tara have I started to understand the protective magnetizing power these techniques embody? And so let's now just talk about what does she look like? So we've we've mentioned she's sitting on her lotus throne and some people might say she has a moon cushion or there's moonlight 
like like a behind her, but she's also known in some lineages to have the sun, the big yellow burning sun behind her. And this is illuminating her like a spotlight. And she is often pictured holding a red vase filled with her power of influence, her elixir that overcomes negativity and helps to further deepen the meditation. And in some depictions, she is seen with a bow and arrow. And I mentioned this before, rainbow illuminated bow of arrow in her Utpala flower, which looks like a cross between a lily and a hydrangea. In the, and also red hum sounding Tara is often um, depicted with this bow and arrow. And that symbolizes also her power, strength, and ability to protect all living beings from suffering. It also symbolizes her ability to take on difficult tasks and succeed. Her fierce opened mouth expression symbolizes her compassionate nature and serves as a reminder that similar care and protection is available for us as well. Just as say a mother bear snarls or growls to protect her cubs. Red hum sounding tower provides a protective presence and wards off negative energy from those who seek refuge in her sacred practice. So, Atisha, and he was an Indian master who brought the teachings to Tibet, uh, and he he brought a lot of Tara teachings. He wasn't the first one to bring the Tara teachings to Tibet. That was Padmasambhava. And about 200 years later, Atisha came in with a lot of scriptures and writings, and and he was a Tara practitioner. And he believed that the bold red signified the strength and courage required to gain self-control and to spread this wisdom. Wisdom is another code word for enlightened consciousness or non-dual awareness to others. So you he was using this magnetizing power to help spread like the highest knowledge. So visualizing Tara's protective shield of red light creates an energy field that encourages us to alter our own energy presence in an effort to influence and impact those around us. So, you know, whatever you're working on in yourself does impact all the people around you. It's like throwing a stone in the middle of a calm lake. It re- the ripples reverberate out. So when you engage in the practice of red hum sounding Tara, You can gently dissolve any negative energies that are present, creating a space for positive transformation. And this practice is believed, as I've said before, to bring about inner peace and harmony. What's wrong with that? And then connecting this ancient wisdom and knowledge with the feelings of well-being is very, very magnetizing. So let's just start our practice now. So we start our practice sequence off like we do all of the practices of the 21 Taras by visualizing green Tara. So green Tara comes into form in front of you. And so you can imagine like a luminous mandala of all the 21 Taras plus green Tara, that makes 22 Taras, but she's the head Tara, she's the leader. And she comes out from the mandala in front of you first, in a luminous, subtle body of green light. So you can visualize her seated on her moon cushion or having the spotlight of the moon behind her, illuminating her. And she sits on her lotus throne. Now, Visualize 
her surrounded by your teachers and their teachers. And feel her calming presence and her unconditional love for all beings. Invite Green Tower to enter your heart and take residence there, filling you with peace and joy. And just imagine now that you can draw her wisdom and compassion in all your actions. And just take a moment to feel that connection with her within. You could also take a moment to express your gratitude for her presence. And you might just visualize all 21 emanations of Tara in the background behind your teachers. And these teachers can be spiritual teachers. They can be your family, your friends, your third grade teacher. Um, and they, they are, you, the, your teachers are with green Tara, but also behind her are the 21 emanations of Tara appearing in luminous, subtle bodies of light in their varying colors. So you want to see each one of these Taras radiating peace and compassion, bringing joy and inspiration to those who come in contact with their energy. And just notice, take a moment to notice that they have this collective light and they have the power to strengthen your connection to them and help you more deeply understand the teachings of their wisdom. So just feel into the energy of love, of peace, of joy emanating from this collective vis visualization and taking a moment to express any kind of gratitude you have for them. And now you could visualize yourself surrounded by your friends, your loved ones, your supporters, your neighbors, the people at your yoga class, the people you saw at the grocery store earlier today, um, you know, the cars that drive by the house, the dog walkers in your neighborhood, the people in the downtown stores. So just imagine your loved ones, your friends and your supporters and your community and let their energy fill you with warmth and courage. And you could also see them surrounded by their friends and their loved ones. And we just start creating an ever expanding web of connection and support. So continue this visualization until if you have imagined an infinite number of beings, all receiving the blessings of your Tara practice as her light pours into you and those around you. And just imagine the impact of this collective energy to your community and also the collective energy around the world. This is all emanating outwards in the ripple effect, bringing peace and joy and feel the power of the connectedness between all beings and just feel the unity and harmony and have some gratitude for what this visualization creates. And feel green Tara's light pouring into you and those around you. And, you know, if it's too hard to just individually imagine each one of your friends and your supporters and your loved ones, you can just place them there by saying very simply, I ask my friends, my loved ones, my supporters, my masters, my teachers, my guides, my children, my neighborhood, my, my community, my state, my country, my, I, you know, may they be here with me. So now in this part of the practice, we bring in red hum sounding Tara. So start to visualize the powerful red hum sounding tire, Tara. And she emerges into the foreground in the form of beautiful red light. 
and you can imagine the red beams of light radiate radiating out from her heart and the red vase and the rainbow bowl and area arrow in her hands and gleams of light expand out in all directions and this is cleansing all any kind it's magnetizing and cleansing and protective energy and so these energies are aroused um, and negative influences are illuminated and poof, dissipated. So red hum sounding Tara is protecting you not only from outer obstacles, but from your own inner stories, imprints, and long standing beliefs. So when we invoke red hum sounding Tara's presence and protective nature, this aids us to overcome fears, self-pity, and things like isolation. And she will help you deal with your loneliness and you will be able to appeal for help rather than secluding yourself out of embarrassment and panic in your life situations. So for some people, when the life situations get tough, they isolate themselves and they have shame, like it's their fault and they're embarrassed and she can help you deal with this so now let's make some offerings to red hum tara so you can offer her traditional offerings on your shrine your puja or your altar such as flowers incense crystals music beautiful cloth like silk silk scarves candles uh, and things of that nature that are very beautiful and set up a lovely vibration to honor and and express your love for red hum sounding Tara. So truly speaking though, she is more about helping you with magnetizing, protecting, and overcoming toxic and potentially inauspicious vibrations both within you and without. So you can give her, offer her your fears, your guilt, your sense of isolation, the way you withdraw and protect yourself from your anxiety. Here, I will say it. Give her your anxiety. Give her your rapid breathing, your rapid heart rate. Give her your sense of not being good enough and the shame surrounding it. Maybe you tell a story like you're not good enough because you didn't go to college or you didn't graduate from high school or that you live in a shabby place or that you're embarrassed by your car and you have shame around this or you're embarrassed by the way you look. And maybe you're embarrassed by your family members, your home, your lack of skills. And so all of these things are really a more about a lack of self-confidence than anything. But these are old stories and they manifest. So you can give them to Red Hum Sounding Tara. She will magnetize and protect you, even from yourself. So be honest with yourself. Ferret out those feelings and give it to her. She will take it and she will transform it with her red light, her red elixir in her vase, and her bow and rainbow arrows. So make your offerings now. When you make the offerings to Tara, they go out and she boomerangs them back at you transformed. So take a moment to do that right now. Give her your offerings. And we say the refuge prayer. So the refuge prayer for Red Hum sounding Tara is a prayer to evoke the protection of Tara and to draw upon her compassionate energy. So it's an invocation of refuge and safety. So you're asking for guidance and assistance on the journey towards liberating your offerings. And the refuge prayer acknowledges her as an embodiment of true love and ask for her to bring peace and clarity to your heart. 
It also recognizes the collective power and guidance of the community of spiritual teachers that have sought enlightenment in the past and the present. So ultimately, we're just going to center on the idea of connecting to red hum sounding Tara's magnetizing and protective energy so that we as people can be of greater benefit, not only to ourselves, but to all of those around us and to all sentient beings. And so this is the prayer for all of these beings and with all these beings. I take refuge in the loving energy of red hum sounding Tara. And I take refuge in the wisdom teachings from all traditions and in the communities of spiritual practitioners around the world who have sought enlightenment in the past and are here now. May I be filled with love, compassion, equanimity, and joy. May I embrace true wisdom and understanding, and may I be surrounded by peace and compassion. May I take refuge in Buddha, Red Hum Sounding Tara's teachings, and also take refuge in the community of Tara's Sangha. And by that community, that would be me, and that would be you, or to anyone who's listening to this podcast and to this practice. This is the Sangha. So you take refuge in the teachings and the Sangha. So may, let's ask this question, or let's pray for this question. May my practice bring benefit to all beings everywhere throughout the entire world. And may Red Hum Sounding Tara Please bring this about. Can you bring this about? And so now we will generate bodhicitta. And as I mentioned before, bodhicitta is the awakened mind or heart of a bodhisattva. And in this case, red hum sounding Tara, which is one who seeks enlightenment for the benefit of all beings. And bodhicitta involves cultivating and maintaining a compassionate attitude and a commitment to engaging in activities that will ultimately lead to the benefit of all beings. So in it is the motivation behind the bodhisattva's quest for enlightenment and encourages us to live our lives with a sense of purpose, helping others to try to find true happiness and wisdom, wisdom code word for enlightenment, on the practice of bodhicitta, and bodhicitta is the energy of enlightened awareness, non-dual enlightened awareness itself, also helps us to open our heart and minds, enabling us to see beyond our own point of view and foster understanding, kindness, and harmony. It's almost like we take on a small portion of Tara's awakened and pure potential state of consciousness, and we connect with it within ourselves. And we develop our bodhicitta motivation by just feeling that joy and that closeness to that sense of red hum sounding Tara's vibration and enlightenment. And then with pure non-conceptual understanding of phenomena, we see Rigje Lamo, or Red Hum Sounding Tara, in the center of a lotus. We see her in her moon disc around her, and she is bright red in color, symbolizing the activity of overpowering or magnetizing. And in the center of her beautiful blue lotus flower, her Utpala flower, we visualize a many-colored, a rainbow bow and arrow. And these, this represents the power of Rigje Lamo to over, overcome all difficulties on the path to enlightenment. So in a sense, red hum sounding Tara 
opens up the highway. So you might have been on the back road before. She's going to open up the highway. It's four lanes to enlightenment. So have in mind that you're going to combine the sense of her enlightened mind with the little particles of awareness that you draw towards you and combine with the feeling when you say her mantra and her prayer. So this is the prayer, the bodhicitta prayer. Through the practice of giving, ethical contact, patience, diligence, concentration, and wisdom, may I reach full enlightenment in order to be of benefit to all living beings. May I be filled with compassion and kindness. May I be an instrument of peace and may I work for the benefit of all those around me. May my actions be pure and motivated by love so that every corner of this world is touched by its radiance. And may we all cultivate our inner light and use it to spread joy, understanding, and unity in this world. And now we'll chant the four immeasurables. And the four immeasurables prayer calls upon the qualities of love, compassion, joy, and equanimity. So we're going to invoke the presence of Red Hum Sounding Tara to bring forth these four qualities in our hearts. And this helps to open our hearts to the wisdom and power of her practice as we strive towards balance, peace, and harmony. So it's an invocation of hope and understanding and reminds us that we are all connected. And through the prayer and the invocation, we can access a deep and profound experience of unity and learn to live our lives with an attitude of kindness, love, and compassion. And so this is the four immeasurables prayer. May all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from sorrow and the causes of sorrow. May all beings never be separated from the sacred happiness, which is sorrowless. May all beings live in equanimity without attachment for those we hold close or aversion for those we hold at a distance and live believing in the equality of all that lives. And so I have two different praises here. They're, they're very similar. The Atisha praise is I bow in reverence to, to you, whose syllables to Tara and Hung pervade the desire realm and space in every direction. And with your feet stomping upon the seven worlds, you have the capacity to summon all beings. And Padma Sambhava's praise is homage mother, filling all regions, sky and the realm of desire with the sounds of Tutara and Hum, trampling the seven worlds with her feet, able to summon all before her. Very, very similar. So she can uh, magnetize all, everyone, everything. And she uses the sounds, tutata, and tutata is another word for bodhicitta. And hum is that deep vibration. It doesn't actually have a meaning. It's a seed syllable. And seed syllables just transform you from the inside out with their vibration. So the mantra, her mantra is Om Tare. Tu Tare. Ture. Amuka Akashaya Hri Swaha. So the first line of the Buddha's praise you know, the magnetizing words of strength, Tutara and Hung. Her sound, her whole mantra is so powerful that it reverberates throughout the universe, transcending boundaries and limitations. So that phrase, trampling the seven worlds, symbolizes the immense power and ability to overcome any obstacle that Tara uh, possesses. 
So her words, her mantras, her seed syllables can fill a person with courage and strength and guide them through difficult times. And so these also affirm your intrinsic value and worth. So when we engage in the red hum sounding Tara meditation, one can tap into this ancient wisdom and experience her empowering presence. And in the Buddhist teachings, the seven realms of existence are the divine realm of gods, the realm of Nagas, those are like dragons, the realm of humans, the realm of hungry ghosts, the realm of Asuras, those are like little demons, the realm of Kinaras, and the realm of Vidyadaras. They're all just different types of demons. The God realm is a place of abundance and joy. The Naga realm represents water and rain. The human realm is characterized by mortality and cycles of suffering. The hungry ghost realm is one of deep craving and dissatisfaction. The Asura's realm is a place of rage and conflict. And the Kinara's realm is one of beauty and harmony. And the Vidyadara's realm is a spiritual world. And these states of existence that the Buddhists believe exist in the cycle of life and death. So yes, the hell realm, the hungry ghosts, the animal realm, the human realm, the demigods and gods. Each realm has its own set of experiences and karmic consequences, which are determined by one's actions in past lives. So, you, you know, if you committed a lot of negative acts in a former lifetime, you might be born in the hell realm. And if you were uh, did a lot of good deeds, you might be born in one of the uh, higher realms. And we all live in different aspects of these realms. We can see them in our own day-to-day living. But this is just how they ex- they experience the realms. So, Red Hum Sounding Tara overcomes all of these realms. She magnetizes beyond the six realms. So, we're looking to invoke healing, compassionate, and liberation power. And the mantra is a reminder of the truth of our own interdependence, compassion, and wisdom. So in the praise, we acknowledge her red hum sounding Tara's power to liberate and the power of her enlightened body, speech, and mind. We affirm her power to overcome all obstacles, both physical and mental. And we acknowledge her compassionate nature. And at the end of the dedication, the practitioner expresses their gratitude for being able to access Tara's blessings. So, red hum sounding Tara. And in that mantra, Om Tara to Om Tara to Tara Ture Amuka Akarshaya Hri Swaha. The Hri, the seed syllable Hri, is known to evoke Avalokiteshvara's great compassion and influence. And he is a, a male compassionate uh, deity in Tibetan Buddhism. And it is thought that historically he may have been at one time Tara's husband back in the old days before the 21 Taras. And Ekarshaya are, it directly influences, and Amuka means others for the benefit of all. So with this mantra, the seed syllable invokes compassion and it indirectly influences the um, the energy for the benefit of all. So let's chant the mantra. And we're going to chant it 21 times. Now, if you want to, you can chant it 
for 108 times or 111 times or 1,008 times, you know, whatever it is. But just right now, we're going to chant it for 21 times. That's kind of the minimum thing. So you can use a mala or you could use your fingers. I have a little amber mala here right now, a little wrist mala. And I'm going to start the chant. We're going to utilize red hum-sounding Tara's mantra to draw on her help. And the syllable hri and has this sort of property of extraordinary loving kindness. And we're magnetizing. This is the means of magnetizing and emphasizing the advantages of red hum sounding Tara's wisdom and compassion. So what's best for everyone becomes the natural course of action. So let us begin our mantra repetition. Om Tara, Tutara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tutara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tutara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka, Akashaya Hri Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Amuka Akashaya Hri Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Amuka Akashaya Hri Swaha Om Tare Tu Tare Ture Amuka Akashaya Hri Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Amuka Akashaya Hri Swaha Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka, Akarshaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka, Akarshaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tare, tu tare, ture, amuka, akarshaya, hri, swaha. Om tare, tu tare, ture, amuka, akarshaya, hri, swaha. Om Tare, Tu Tare, Ture, Amuka Akarshaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture, Amuka Akarshaya, Hri, Swaha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture. Amuka Akashaya 
श्री स्वाहा ओम ठारे ठू ठारे ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा फाइव मोर ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा टू मोर ओम ठारा ठू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा लास्ट वन ओम ठारा टू ठारा ठूरे आमुका आकर्षाया हरि स्वाहा एंड नाउ we will rest in meditation just for a few moments and you could rest for several minutes or longer and this allows the vibrations and magnetizing power of red hum sounding tara to fully integrate into your being and this helps you remain in the stimulating energy field you have constructed through your chanting so there is a hidden meeting at the end of the practice there is a dissolving stage and there's a hidden practice involved and to get deeper into this you would have to get a more certified teacher i'm just giving you an overview here but the practice involves focusing on having passionate longing or tutara tutara in tibetan is that magnetizing feeling of magnetizing the energy of enlightenment to come to you and this passionate longing or tutara is also known as tumo and tumo is the inner fire of the vraja body so it's like a wrathful flame this power of tumo is so strong and passionate that it can be used to overcome all obstacles on the path of enlightenment so in essence tutara builds this vibration in the vraja body it's a hot 
flame-like energy. And through this practice, the chakras, the seven chakras and their spokes, the little tributaries and the nadis, and the little mini chakras, they're all continually expanded until they flow into an unchanging, open state that fills the sky. So it's like a rigpa state. The body itself becomes connected to the symbol of bliss that permeates every... It's It's the entire universe of bliss permeates every aspect of the Vraja body. The entire universe is filled with magnificent joy and all beings from all realms are irresistibly drawn to the wisdom of great bliss and emptiness. And in this practice, we can subdue our egotistic craving and conceptions and stories, as well as our emotions. And through the force of wisdom, and remember, wisdom, code word for non-dual enlightened activity. So through the force of wisdom, there is no better activity of persuading and conquering than this. It is really the supreme accomplishment on the spiritual journey. And so, in the dissolving phase, after your meditation, imagine red hum sounding Tara gradually receding until she is among all the other 21 emanations of Tara in the big Tara mandala and each has their own little bubble of colored light and lastly envision the complete mandala of all the taras fading away into light and this light starts streaming into your heart your body and the universe as a whole and become aware that you and red hum sounding Tara are one and the same. Dedicate the latent force of your practice to benefit the world. And at the end of the practice, typically you offer a dedication of merit. And this is an expression of gratitude for the blessings of Red Hum Sounding Tara and the teachings of Rajayana Buddhism. And it serves to extend the positive effects of the practice to all sentient beings. And the dedication may be something like, may all beings benefit from this practice and its results. Or it could be, may the merit of this practice spread through the entire universe. So see the practice swirling through your body and swirling through the universe. Om Tata, Tutara, Ture, Amuka, Arkashaya, Hri, Swaha. Thank you for listening and participating in the Red Hum Sounding Tara practice. This is Melissa Abbott. If you feel guided to support this podcast, you can find me on patreon.com, Melissa Abbott, Yoga and Meditation. And if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or Google Play, um, you can find Patreon on your computer or your, uh, or it's also an app as well. And then you can be added to my, um, I'm going to start a Tara Zoom study group. And that's going to happen in April. So if you'd like to be added to that, you can contribute to my, um, and it's just $10 a month. So. We praise Red Hum Sounding Tara, who fills the world of desire in the ten directions. And the mantra, Tutare, and the syllable Hum, 
she tramples the seven worlds with her feet and has the power to magnetize and summon all beings. It has been my pleasure and privilege to lead you through Red Hum Sounding Tara Practice. My website, melissaabbott.com. Thank you for listening.